meet me in the middle. This is just a just an awesome time for Lindsay and I. My co-host Lindsay Pollard. Um, today we've got our two of our kids um, with our kids. I call them kids. They're adults, you know, really, really, really established adults. We've yes. got my daughter Carrie Burr and we've got Lindsay's daughter Sydney Broughton and um, we just had a great episode with them already about being raised as a PK and the differences in church and how they're beginning to parent their children, um, a little uh, making some adjustments from their own background. But we want to keep that train going. Um, so, Lindsay, I'm going to turn it over to you just to kind of get us into this next um, segment. Okay, so so with our last segment, we were talking about, as Joyce said, we were talking about you guys being PKs and being raised in the church and what that experience was like. And so thank you so much for explaining your personal experiences. Um, it's just really good to hear. I mean, we've talked with our daughter and our son over the years, but it's just good to hear other PKs, you know, just kind of tell about their experiences. So thank you so much, both of you. Um, when, we're, when we're talking about uh, the church, and being raised in the church and then how you guys are trying to establish yourselves um, as as young parents and raising your own children right now as a society we're facing a whole lot of different issues that have been going on for centuries but now it almost seems like there's a culmination of or there's a a climax to this whole uh race issue that our that our world has been dealing with um, right now we have on Front Street, you know, the, the, the death of George Floyd and all the different protests and whatnot that have been going on worldwide. And it seems as if, you know, I think in, in part of my brain, it was like, oh, the millennials, they're not going to do nothing. And, you know, they're all about themselves and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. But you guys have like really raised up to bar like i mean worldwide you're seeing all these young people your guys age come out and i applaud you and everybody protests in a different way so it may not be that you're marching it may not be that you're you know there might be different variables to where you express yourself how do you all feel um and maybe i can ask sydney i'll ask sydney how do you feel or do you feel as if the church has been as strong in their commitment to either side. Yeah, I'm going there. Go ahead. All right. We're so, talking church at large. The church at large. Yeah, the, the church, church at large. Yeah. I think the church at large is divided. Um, I think the church at large is divided between, I mean, if we're going to use Black Lives Matter and All Lives Matter, if we want to use that. But then it gets, it, it, it kind of, it, it all comes together because then, you know, you're talking about the generations. So a lot of what's inside of the church is an older generation because a lot of millennials have left the church, the, the church building. Um, and depends on what kind, you know, it, it depends on which church you're at, I, I, I guess. But as a whole, a lot of us have left it. You've, you've seen that big, um, people are trying to be spiritual versus religious. You're seeing a lot of that and whatnot. So in church as a whole is tradition there's a lot of traditionalism inside of the church 
Whereas as our age group, even though some of us do hold to the tradition, we ask more questions. We ask, you know, and again, it comes to that, that taboo part where you just said, you said what you said and don't ask questions. And then that turns us off. So I think one of the issues that we have inside of the church is that a lot of us millennials have left the church and our ideals are different. So you're dealing with an, a very, I, the, the different ideal out ideology and whatnot going inside the church um as far as black lives matter in this whole racial issue the church is so divided there's white church there's black church there's asian church there's samoan church there's there's all these different ethnic groups of churches um now She's thinking. Okay. I'm trying to. Because, like politically correct. <laughs> I'm trying to exact. I'm trying to be very politically correct. Yes. You'll find in more of our white churches the buck back of Black Lives Matter because a lot of white people, and I'm not going to say all, but a lot of white people feel as though when we say Black Lives Matter, we're excluding everybody else. No. All lives matter. Every life matters. God died for everybody. But we're focusing on the people right now, the, this, this ethnic group right here. And so I'm trying to figure out where does that not click in with everybody? I'm not saying that your life doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, so, but these are the same people that are in church. And so there's going to be a big divide. I think there's going to be even more division because under the guise of Christianity, you're trying to tell me all lives matter, but you're still okay. Slavery was just, I mean, integration just happened, what, 60, 70 years ago? I mean, so, you know, and my people are still getting hung from trees and you want to sell me all lives matter? When I'm trying to tell you, yes, I understand all lives matter, but black lives matter. So, I mean, these are the same people that are in your pulpit. These are the same people that are paying your tithe. These are the same people that are, I mean, so, ooh, you got me, oof. Okay, but, but you know what I mean? So, I, I mean, uh, how, how do break, I feel like the break church? Break some eggshells to make an omelet. Let's do it. Hey, I like mean, that. Do, do you, do you, how do I feel? As, has the church been? No, I think the church has done a horrible job as a whole because, we use Christianity. I mean, there's so much crap that has happened under the guise of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, so so as the Christian church, I think we're doing a horrendous job of coming together. And, and I mean, I think there are, I think, yes, people are doing, you know, and, and saying stuff, but I think as a whole, because all it is is just us going into a building and being religious. You still have those same ideal ideologies. Mm, preach, sister. I know you yeah, want so. preach. And that, and that division thing I'm seeing, I thought I never thought I would see how um, first we, you know, we had COVID-19 that just kind of sent us all back into our homes and in our caves, you know what I mean? But then the racial issue just, um, just, the intensity of that and how that is dividing in the church. Let me tell you. Okay. Anyway, Carrie, you tell me what you, how do you feel? I mean, cause so Carrie's in Connecticut, Sydney in Alabama. So obviously pulls apart in politically and geographically. 
but um and racially they're just where anyway carrie talk to us about what you see preach carrie come on preach is your preach I whole I wholeheartedly agree with, with Sydney. Uh, I feel like up north you're you're gonna have maybe more of the liberal I say liberal views. Um, there's uh, yeah I'm definitely seeing in my friends and my my circles that there's a strong upswelling of people who are taking up the the banner for Black Lives Matter and and really um, I even I feel like even just a heartfelt repentance I'm seeing in in so many people for for just years and years and years of whether willful ignorance or not seeing or choosing not to, I mean, because we are, because as Denise said, we are so divided. There's so many times where we just, as white people have chosen not to see because um, we don't have to unless we work to it, right? It's, um, so I definitely, I definitely see that, but I have also been frustrated with the church's response and um, part of it is that I think people now are almost trying to find out who's to blame so we can just like step away from it and not have to do anything like oh well if you're you know um if i can say um that this is the problem that this is the root issue well i had nothing to do with that so you know not on me um and the other thing that drives me crazy is that people want to simplify it i feel like they're twisting the gospel by saying like well this, they're like you know what Jesus died, Jesus saved us, Jesus is the only thing that's going to save us today, and we need to put down the protest, and we need to stop doing this, because only Jesus is going to fix this, and I'm like, Jesus was, he is justice, he's justice embodied, and the gospel is such a fuller picture than people want to paint it, it's not, it's not simply salvation, as though that weren't big enough, but I really believe that the arc of the gospel is reversing everything that is against, um, against God's kingdom and in God's kingdom there there's no male or female there's no slave or free there's we're we're one in Christ and I think it's a reversing of of the curse and and when you look at the kingdom in the future in heaven I I feel like the kingdom of God is is diverse it is it is certainly not a group of it's white not people. black or white it's not <laughs> right it's not um, black or white and I think that's what we see as far as our age group as far as millennials yeah we we're 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 different we're like we ask questions we want to get to know who you are we want to and i, and I also think geographically it, it it plays a part being a californian i mean i i know how to talk to all like various ethnic groups you know i know how to start conversation i know how to do that kind of stuff so that's the advantage of coming from places where it's a little bit more diverse right. and whatnot mm-hmm. Um, but I, again, I think social media has played a big part in it because we can all connect with each other. Um, we can get yep. to know each other. We can talk to each other. We can follow each other. We can, you know, there's a lot more that we can look at each other and say, oh, we have in common, you know, stuff in common, regardless of the melanin inside of our skin, you know, we have other things in common. And so I think as far as generations, you see that us as millennials are coming more so together. And I also think it's, it's, it's something with our attitude because, we're very relaxed our age group yeah. we're really like it's like oh the sky's falling okay you know like that's <laughs> really a lot of us <laughs> um we're, we're not really uptight uh, so i mean and and it's one of those quite again is is we're looking at this whole issue and i know i am and i'm like 
this is a really irrelevant issue. Like, this is really stupid. Why are you even, what's the point of this? We're, we, we all bleed. We all, you know, if we get sick, we all have to take the same stuff. So you're really upset over the texture of my hair and the hue of my skin. And this is really, these are non-factors. There's bigger issues. At, and, and I think a lot of us, our generation, is we're looking at people like, this is really, this is what you're fussing about? You know, this is not an issue. This is you not know. an issue. Yeah. But can I just say, Cindy, uh, your mama was worried about you saying stuff. Like, and I, she was worried about you not, you know, elaborating enough. I'm like, hey, you touched the button. You touched the button. I did, and I and I'm trying to maintain my filter because <laughs> because I mean because it's really I I think it's such I think it's so ridiculous. And then I hate it when people say, well, I don't see color. No, please see my color, because I see your color. And I, you know, I want to know about Europe. I want to know about London. I want I want to know Russia. I want to know Ireland. I want to know about that culture, because I think it's neat. You know, just like I want you to know about my culture. But here, he, oh, here's the other thing. I don't even know about my culture. So you guys have to also be, be, be very, there's, there's so much going on. It's just so much, so much going on. So you're dealing with our frustrations where you're dealing with, there's a lot that's happening, but I want you to celebrate what I got going on too. I want you to go eat potato salad and, and barbecue and know that tradition, you know, just like I want to come to yours and, and know about different things that you do, you know, like, right, right. So I think this whole issue. Yeah, you have a good point, Sydney, of that um, the history that we all learned in our history books was missing a lot of truth. There's a lot of things that I am finding out now about real history. I'm thinking, okay, we never heard that. We never heard that. So when you say you're still learning about your own culture, part of it is because some of that stuff, you know, was pushed under the rug. Mm -mm, we're not going to talk about that as far as in society, not, yeah. but, um, and then Carrie, a thought that you had too, um, oh goodness, I just lost my train of thought for just a second, but, um, so I'm going to like throw it back to you with, with millennia, well, I know what it was, with the church and division over, um, Black Lives Matter, Carrie, you were just saying that so often, um, you know, the church can take an issue and because maybe they don't like part of um, what, you know, one particular movement, some clause it has in it. So they go, well, we're just going to throw all of that out. Yeah. You know, rather than say, what of that do we need to embrace that is God's heart? But one right. thing it's like, um, we're going to throw all that out. So therefore we're not responsible. We're not responsible yeah. for that because you know what? That's got a clause in there that is totally against God's heart. So therefore, we're going to throw it all out. So what would you say to millennials today? I mean, because we have a phrase in our family. It's from some movie and I can't remember. But, you know, we always say, hey, don't forget, we're all counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm counting on the millennials to do even better than our generation did because I think they have some, I think you guys have some really good things going for you. Um, what, I, 
for both of you. And, you know, Carrie, I'll start with you because I know you had some challenges to your generation, to the millennials. What would that be? Well, so to set it up, I, you know, I've been thinking a lot about the, our, our situation right now in our culture and the Pharisees. And there's this very specific verse, I think it's in Matthew, where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he says to them, if you, you say that if you were in the time of your ancestors, you wouldn't have killed the prophets, you wouldn't have done all these things. Um, and we think we've outgrown the problems. And so even like today, I would say most of our generation, most of the generation above us would look back at slavery and say, that was wrong. That was awful. That should never have happened. But we never would have been the people with, that were slave owners. We never would have, you know, we try to make it sound like we've moved beyond it. And so my only, my only challenge to us as millennials is every generation has a blind spot. And I don't want to be a generation that thinks we've arrived and that we are immune to, to our own weaknesses and, and blind spots. And so I guess it's just that trying to keep that heart of humility to say, okay, we still need to learn. We still need to listen. And what does that look like for us? Oh, that's a good word. Thank you. Um, kidney. I started to call you kidney. I'm mixing Carrie with Sydney. So, <laughs> Sydney, <laughs> what would you say to the millennials? What's your challenge? I mean, to, um, you know, your group, your age group. I mean, I think, again, Carrie hit it on the head as far as, you know, those gaps. I think the older we get, the more we realize how much like our parents we are. Um, you know, so I think it, even though there's different methods to it, you really take up on, you really take up how your parents, you take something from your parents and whatnot. Um, what I would say to the millennials, care. Mm um do your due diligence because i think we have this very lazy attitude about us and we have this i don't care and what does it matter type of um you know it's not going to you know it's not going to make any difference anyway and i think we have that and we're and, and we go about our lives like okay you know nothing nothing's happening at least I know some people, I know some people like that. Um, but care, care, you know, and do your due diligence to, to try and make that change. And I see there's a lot of us, I mean, our age group being 30s, you know, because we're, we're the next ones. So of course we're doing a little bit more, but trying to prep the next generation yeah. to care, you know, because I think the, the further down we go, the less they care and the le and and the less they want to care and they become more ruthless and i mean they're eating tide pods so just just understand what we're dealing with you know the lower we get um that was never us carrie we never ate tide pods and they try and lump us with them kids we're not them um but I mean, but but understanding issues, understanding political issues, whether it's in the church or whether it's not in the church, because it's all yeah. political. Um, and making mm -hmm. sure that your voice is being heard for it. So I mean, if, if you don't like something inside the church, well, get on the board and talk about it, you know, and try and make a difference. If you don't like something politically, well, vote the right, vote the person that you want inside there. You know, just 
So I think as far as millennials, we have to care. We want to travel. We want to do, you know, we, we want to live life and we want to live life carefree. We really do. We have this, uh, you know, and just, I want to be like a bird type of mentality and just go. Um, but the reality of it is we can't. Right, right. That's right. the reality of it, you know. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Sorry, counting on you. You can't just go uh, out willy nilly with it. No, I mean, but but the thing is, when I mean, it, you know, not to get super political, but I mean, when you're shutting down ninety five percent of polls, places to poll, you know, go vote and stuff like that, it really stings because regardless of of race. I want to, I, I want to vote. I want to do different things. And you're taking that away from me. And so the way to cope is just to say, you know what, it's not going to matter anyway. They're going to do whatever they want to do anyway. So let me just, yeah. and we're quick. I mean, I can say I am, I'm quick to just say, okay, just I'm not dealing with this and I'm going about my life. You know, I'm going to try to control what I can control. And I think what a lot of us realize is that regardless of we're not the ones in control which also aids in the I don't care attitude <laughs> because we know that if we don't and then when we try and elect people to get inside of there that are you know our age group or look like us and all that it gets shot down because so I don't care yeah you're gonna do whatever you want don't stop don't stop. And I see, and I see, you know, I understand what both of you have said. Um, and you've made some really valid points. And thank you for, for letting us into the minds of, of current millennials that are thinking people and professionals. Right. Um, and what's that, Sydney? What does that mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but, but what I wanted to say was, even though there might be a, a sense of, oh, well, my vote's not going to make a difference or whatever. What I do see in millennials, and like I said, I, I had kind of thrown out the baby with the bathwater with millennials. because I was just like, okay, we, we're going to be feeding ourselves. We're going to be in rest homes, and they're not going to care what's happening to us. <laughs> it's all about me, me, I, I, me. But what I've seen with the protest is there is a fearlessness that you all have that you've taken up the mantle um, of, of whatever the cause is, you've taken up the mantle. And, and I mean, we've seen it worldwide. I mean, if you watch the news, Germany, you know, Australia, even the Amish community is up there holding up their Black Lives Matter sign, you know? Because so, it's so much bigger than Black Lives, yeah, I mean, because so it's so much bigger big. than Black Lives Matter. It is. The, 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 the principle behind it all is just treat everybody equally. That's it. Like, just treat me fair. I don't care what you look like. I don't care what, you know, I don't care what your preference is. Just treat people fair. And I mean, regardless of what your views are, people are people. There's, there's, a, there's a respect that you're supposed to have for human beings. My whole thing is if God gave you choice, who am I as a man to tell you that you can't do X, Y, and Z? Now, mind you, are there laws? Absolutely. And are you supposed to abide by them? Yes, but what you do with your person or how you look, or, I mean, it's, 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 and so I think what you see as far as millennials taking up the mantle is you're seeing the mindset is this is stuff is really irrelevant. Why are we, 
what is the point of this why did why did this even matter what does this matter because well, it really there's a, there's, doesn't there's an outrage and when you see someone die on national television there's yeah and but but again that goes back to my point as far yes. as equality yes. For, yes. across and the board. That's and as Christians, we are our brother's keeper. Mm. Yeah. We are. And and that is so important. And under the banner of Christianity, anybody who calls themselves a Christian, you can't be a Christian without being your brother's keeper. And so what I see is with this whole with how the church is responding or how the church is not responding, maybe the way that we want them to. I also see a different remnant emerging as time is going on. Mm -hmm. Because even the Bible talks about how they that worship will worship in spirit and in truth. I cannot be a Christian if I see Carrie thrown to the ground with a knee on her neck god forbid i cannot be a christian i cannot be a spiritual person however you want to put a title on it i cannot be human and watch that happen and 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 here's the thing it doesn't matter if carrie has a it doesn't matter if carrie has a background it doesn't matter if carrie has a rap sheet it doesn't matter matter if carrie just stole something two seconds ago it doesn't matter that's right. Don't don't do that. That's right. Being loved don't by qualify God. Yeah, it doesn't qualify. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That that I mean, you have rights. So so don't do that to Carrie, but then let somebody who shot down seven, ten people inside of a church, don't don't walk them and you know, get them Burger King on the way to 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 jail. Yeah. Don't do that. That's where the outrage comes. Yeah. You know, and and again. The justification does not make any type of sense. That's why people are so upset because it makes no sense when you can do this, but then this can happen over here. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So that's why you know. And I want to just say to you guys, man, you guys are amazing, Mm -hmm. amazing women, and you are powerful women. I can say that. I mean, I hear the power of God on both of you um, and you have a voice and it needs to be heard. So my next, you know, I want to talk about, you know, how can you harness this passion and what you're seeing? You're like, I, I know in my generation, we saw what mom and daddy, you know, that generation, we thought, let's do a couple things differently. Okay. Um, love them. Great. Good heart. But let's, Let's change the narrative a little bit. Um, and you guys are in the same position. You're looking at your mama and daddies and saying, let's change this narrative a little bit. And I say, yes, do it, do it. There's so much we did not, I didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know all these issues. And I say, educate uh, to my generation. I say, educate yourself, you know, educate yourself, find out. I just watched the most amazing video with Brian Stevenson, who was the attorney who wrote the book, Just Mercy, and now it's in movie, the movie Just Mercy, if you've seen that. Um, well, Brian Stevenson um, spoke at Tim Keller's church in um, New York City four years ago. And 
I say everybody's got to, it's called justice and mercy and you, you got to watch that. But that would give you an enormous amount of education um, just to, because he's talking too from the legal and the court systems and, and how he has tried to defend those who shouldn't have been incarcerated and different things like that. So find play that's on YouTube, you know, um, the veggie tail guy, Lindsay just sent me the veggie tail guy, um, Phil, Fisher, um, let's talk about race or something, racism in America, yeah. 17 minutes long, watch it, it will, you need to educate yourself so that you have an understanding, but let's harness this and do good with this passion that we have that is headed in a good direction and um, say, man, you, we've all got to do our part because like Lindsay said, as a follower of Jesus Christ, we can't not. I mean, true followers of Jesus Christ will it will affect their life and what they do in their life. If they're just sitting in their little home saying, yep, yeah, that's not my problem, then there's something wrong with that kind of Christianity. I'm going to do this again, Cindy. Absolutely. You know, so, um, wow. Um, yeah. Let's pick up and go into another segment, Lindsay, yes? yes? Absolutely. Okay. Close us out, sister. Okay. I mean, well, woo, I feel like my hair has been blown back. <laughs> um, <laughs> very powerful words and man, deep, deep felt. Um, I, I can feel your heartstrings on both of you. Thank you so much for um, for engaging in that that particular part of our conversation. Um, our next episode, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about COVID and how that's spiking up a little bit and how you all as as young parents are dealing with COVID-19. So we will see you next yeah. time. Thank you. Come back. <laughs>